Allow me to paint a picture. Person A works at a corporate job. This person has been up for promotion four times and is up for the fifth time. Four times before, this person has been passed over for this position. And this person can't understand why. I think we all have the notion that promotions should come based on merit, based on ability, based on production or productivity, and based on the love and the effort that this person has put into the job or into the craft. Now, this person in this example is up for the fifth time. This person has worked for this company for a very long time. Let's just say that this person puts everything they have into this job. And for whatever reason, four times before he or she has been passed over. Three of those people that got passed, that got the position over this person were inferior in every way. Now that the fifth time is up, this person is nervous. This person is not that sure. This person may have lost little confidence. Maybe I'm not that good at my job. And this person goes into that meeting with the higher-ups, has the interview, and has in the back of their head, I might get fucked over again. A lot of people out there in the corporate world, or just the employment world in general, can relate to this. I look at this as an MC. And as an MC. I'm going to speak on behalf of all of my fellow artists out here who are like that person in that corporate job that has all the qualifications, all the skills, all the work ethic, but continuously fall short of whatever goal that they're trying to get. This episode, I dedicate to myself and to all my brothers and sisters out there that are frustrated artists. UG, let's go. What's the word, everybody? It's your man, Iron Emperor, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Mario Flopez, a.k.a. Let's just get this episode started. Usually, I start off with your favorite RT, your favorite podcaster. But I usually started off with your favorite MC. Now, how do I identify myself? I identify myself first as a black man, as a healthcare professional, and as an MC. On top of other things, but these three are what I consider my my main building blocks. As a black man, those frust the hell's that? <laughs> As a black man, those frustrations are clear. That's not what this episode's about. We have episodes on that. You can actually check that. I believe it was called January six. As a healthcare professional. That comes with certain things. And I love what I do. I enjoy what I do. That comes with 
stresses, and bonuses. Give and take. But as an MC, I see myself as a very frustrated artist. And I'm saying MC, but for me, the MC is an umbrella for everything that I'm doing. Now, this isn't going to be an episode where I come on here and I just rant and I bitch and complain. And I'm like, oh, you guys aren't paying attention. This obviously, that's the undertone. But I'm using myself as an example to speak for the bigger picture. It's a very frustrating thing to be a person that is a creative. And we have a bunch of those. That's a word I never heard of before. It's like every week I speak about a word that I've barely heard before. Creative is a new one. Cool. I'm a creative. I've been a creative before creative was a term, but whatever, I'll be a creative. And as a creative, I have dealt with the irritations of feeling like, damn, I got some shit here. Why the fuck are people not listening? Why the fuck are people not reacting to this the way that I think they should? Now, that could be a completely subjective thing, you know. Um, Every person might feel different. Me, as far as this MC shit, when I say top nine dead or alive, and I tag that, I believe that. I think I'm one of the greatest of all time. Now, that might sound arrogant and that might sound cocky. Cool. But let's go line for line. Only difference is, (laughs) in my opinion, you're going to have your preferences of who you like better. And that's why I said top nine, not greatest of all time. Only difference is y'all niggas actually know me. And for whatever reason in this world, that eliminates a person from being one of the greatest. Sorry, that's my speaker. You can't you can't know somebody that's one of the greatest of all time. For whatever reason, that's not how we work. But that's not the point. I see things, I see a lot of people out here pushing content out, pushing content out, pushing content out. And that in itself kind of adds to the problem, right? Now, everybody got a microphone. The wackest motherfucker in the corner over there got a damn microphone and he got a podcast. Shorty over there that can't sing worth a lick and got a mixtape out, you know? And given whatever her drive is or his drive is, he might get it into the right hands and that might blow up. But then you got to sit back as a person that feels, yo, I'm way better than that person and see that person get the acclaim that... You think you deserve. Let's put this in a bunch of different situations. I put that in the um, uh, the, the, the getting the job promotion. How frustrating that is for somebody that really put the work in and put the effort in and got the skills. Imagine that. Or imagine you being the gentleman, the guy that's technically a good dude, by all accounts, a good man, constantly getting overlooked for quote-unquote fuckboys over and over and over and over again. How does this fucking happen? How do you continue to move forward with that without having your your mind warped and changed? How do you not become angry? How do you not become bitter? How do you not become just like, fuck you all? That's the That's the difficult part. I have failed at that several times. I, I'll tell you my journey in general or why I feel a certain way. Before I say that, let me let me say this right now. Let me get this out of the way. I should have started with this. It's not anybody's job to promote me. 
it's not anybody's job to big me up. I'm not here for that. It's be cool, but nobody's on my payroll. Um, What I do enjoy about what I do is that I do get to see certain people that do support. And there are certain people that I don't see that support. So I want to say this right here to everybody out there that supports Iron Emperor, Eric Thompson, everything that I'm trying to do. Listen, thank you. If I don't say thank you to you directly, it's because maybe I just don't even notice. And I could be guilty of that. But I want to thank you guys. So as a frustrated artist, I find myself getting into situations where I do get angry. Like I said, I'm going to give you a little background. I have been doing battles and shows and things like this for about 15 years. And I will tell you that in these 15 years, have I won every single one of them? No. I mean, in my opinion, no. I've gotten washed up before. No, I don't get washed up. Let's relax. <laughs> I've lost a couple times. But if you look at my record, and this is not an exact number, but if you look at my record over the last 15 years, and I've posted this before, I've complained about this. My record in battles and competitions is like three and like 90. If anybody's ever heard me, that's not accurate. You know how frustrating it is to go against somebody, whoop their ass, and be nervous because you don't know if the crowd is going to respond to you? I was in um, competitions, I guess it was 2019, obviously not 2020, where I went up there and I smashed that shit. And twice, not only did I not win, but I came in third twice. No. And these are things that have happened. I've been on. And, and again, these things have gotten me to a point where I've, I've lashed out at the wrong people. I'm human. And again, that comes that balance that I was talking about. How do you not become frustrated? How do you hide the anger? Because I'm, I assure you and to all my brothers and sisters out here that are frustrated artists, you're not alone. We're all angry at this shit. You dig what I'm saying? And I have, I've had to apologize to my man, ill-spoken, at Freestyle Mondays, where I've never won. And I went up there one day, and I just lashed out at the crowd at his venue. That's unprofessional. And that's like some diva shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I am a diva. I don't know. I'm like Terrell Owens, the, the, the you know, diva wide receiver with this. I have made songs where you can tell the energy is just like, fuck you, man. I know I'm this nigga. I know I'm that dude. If you ain't going to listen, fuck you. I have a song called Top Nine Dead or Alive. Maybe you just mad because I'm 6'2 with a deep voice. And if you speak too, I'm in a lead choice. Feeling myself. But I think I'm qualified to say shit like that. And the frustration part comes in um, when... I put my heart and soul into shit. My fellow MCs, my fellow painters, my fellow singers, my fellow business owners put our heart and soul into this just to not get the feedback that we think we deserve. And what makes it worse is when we see somebody that we know is less qualified and less skilled and less good and less 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 motivated win. That's a mind fuck. It's like, well, what the fuck? How did the nigga that cheated on his girlfriend with her sister <clears throat> that works at Marshall's and he's 41 years old, get the fifth chance. But me, I don't get that second chance. I don't get that third chance. It becomes a, what the fuck? 
and usually I try to be a little playful with some of my um some of my episodes, but I usually have outlines. I didn't want to do an outline on this. I wanted to take my platform to speak and express how I feel about these things and speak on behalf of my brothers and sisters. All of my brothers and sisters, this is why I'm so big on support your own because that's what we have to do. It becomes frustrating when you see, and I've been guilty of this. I'll go down Instagram. I'll just post some fire shit, fire shit, 99 views. Huh? Now that could be the algorithm. That could be a bunch of factors. But, huh? And then I'll scroll down and I'll see somebody that I know that rhymes. All of my mutual friends are liking their shit. That shit got about 800 views on it. Not to say it's not good, but my shit is fire too. What the fuck? And then that kind of forms a resentment. And then what I also think happens is it kind of starts to chip away the self-confidence. Now, me personally, I haven't had too much of that. I have had moments uh, where I'm questioning, like, damn, is it me? I did a project uh, a few years ago with these dope producers named Straight Bangers. And I did a song called Fuck Out of Here. And I felt that. And it was a half a second of doubt. And it's, it went, maybe I'm not as sick as I thought I was. Or maybe they're immune. Because clearly they don't get it. And for me, it's like, yeah, maybe it is me. I get on these competition, these, these, these apps and shit like this. And I'm always overlooked. Why? This is where I have to take some type of self-accountability. I have to take a look at self. What am I doing wrong? I think I'm dope. I hear I'm dope from certain people. What am I doing wrong? Why does the person that comes up and says cat, hat, bat, fat, rat, shat, lat get all of this? But me, I'm here trying to rhyme centrifugal and use that as like a like like a metaphor for, I don't know, nigga, going in a circle of love. I don't know. You know what I mean? And then you start to wonder, well, should I just sell out? Should I change the way I'm doing things? The answer is no. To my people out there, no. This is your art. This is your love. This is what you want to do. Outside validation is nice. I wrote a song today. I'm actually working on a project that's going to be the same name as this title of this episode called I Should Have Been Famous First. And in this line, it says, damn right, I want to be acknowledged. Seeing dudes with less talent become more accomplished. You know how frustrating that is? Or the man that busts his ass or the woman that busts her ass 80-hour work weeks, 90-hour work weeks to reach her million. But this dude hit the lottery. That's frustrating. Fuck that. Trust me. <laughs> you know? And this is like a long rant about that one part, about, you know, my personal frustrations. But again, I'm trying to speak on behalf of a lot of people. You're not alone. I looked up, I did look up one thing. I looked up a bunch of famous people out here that didn't get their flowers. Like Noriega says, we want to give people flowers before they die. Who didn't get their recognition until they were gone. I'll eventually get the hip hop artists, but let's talk about the most famous people in the world. Van Gogh. Vincent Van Gogh was a painter. Died in 1890. Having sold only one painting. One. He sold that shit for $109. Which at that time was about $3,000. Three stacks. Nobody gave a fuck about him. 
20 years later, after, after his death, in 19, he died in 1890. In 1910, about 2,000 of his paintings were found. And now them shits go for millions. Did all of a sudden the, the art style change? Did somehow the aging of the paper change the way the paintings looked? No. But that man will never know how great people think he is. And he probably died frustrated, staring at these paintings. Well, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Meanwhile, he probably saw um, Johnny F. Fingerbrush over there painting circles or taping a fucking banana to a, a wall with duct tape, getting all the shine. Meanwhile, he's in there, fingers bleeding while he's painting. Eyes are hurting while he's staring at the paint. Fumes from the paint making him lightheaded, probably making him feel good. You know what I'm saying? Edgar Allan Poe, the raven dude. I don't know much about Edgar Allan Poe. I heard of him. And you know what's funny with Edgar Allan Poe? One of the most celebrated writers. He was almost like a trailblazer for that literary style. I don't know what it's called. That's what Google told me. Trailblazer of his literary style. Never made enough money to support himself while he was alive. Probably why he lived in the Bronx. His house is not that far from mine in Poe Park on uh, Kingsbridge and in, in the Grand Concourse. Little small shit, probably about as big as my apartment. You know? That's probably why he lived in the Bronx, man. They ain't making enough money to, to get himself something nicer with his wife. Galileo. Homie said, yo, we revolve around the sun. If I'm not mistaken, that, that dude was like killed or something like that or the church like excommunicated him or something like that. But turns out, as far as we know, homie's right. List goes on. This one I actually really like. Sebastian Bach. Nobody gave a fuck about Bach until years after his death. And what I saw when I looked this up, I actually closed the computer that I looked that up on. A music, uh, music critic wrote, and I related to this because this is how I see myself. Call me arrogant. That's fine. I know what I'm good at. <laughs> Sebastian Bach. Technically brilliant, highly skilled, not recognized until after death. And I'm like, holy shit, do I have to die for this shit to get out there? And what's dope about it is I actually did, um, uh, somebody did an album review on my last project. Um, not my last project, but one of my last projects, Producer's Best Friend. And he had this to say on it. His name is Dillo Pillow. He's on his way. Thank you for reviewing it, by the way, my man. This is what he had to say. I had to listen to this one uh, several times to even pick up on most of these lines. There was one line in there. He literally said, you probably missed the Randy Moss bar or something like that. And I listened back and I, yeah, I definitely did miss it. So that's crazy that he even knew that when he was writing that we, the listener would probably listen, like miss something and that, that just shows like the technical ability, honestly. Dope. Dope. Yeah. I said that so much is going to get missed. You know, and, you know, even going forward to the hip hop, which I feel more comfortable speaking on, this could be my own ignorance, but we knew who JD was, but Dilla didn't get that level of fame until after he passed. I'll be honest with you, as much of a hip hop head as I am now, I was more mainstream back in my high school years. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't super underground, like every now and then it'd be a Wu syndicate that slipping, you know, um, Booing Gotti, you know what I'm saying? Little things like that would kind of slip in the radar. Philly's most wanted. But 
I wasn't the biggest hip hop head, but I loved Tribe Called Quest, not knowing that Tribe Called Quest had the Uma and the Uma had Dilla. But I didn't know much about Dilla until after he died. And all of a sudden, every mixtape was a Dilla mixtape. Everybody had Dilla beats. I'm like, interesting. It seemed like, I don't know. It just seemed like people just wanted to jump on a wave. I could be wrong, and I'm not making any accusations about that. But I peeped how after Dilla died, Dilla became a god. Why didn't you tell Dilla he was a god while he was here? Here's my point. To all of my, 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 my fellow artists out there, shop owners out there, business owners out there, everybody's trying to make it out there. Everybody's just trying to go off the beaten path. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to be angry. Some people might listen to this and get mad at me for spending 20 minutes ranting about this. That's cool. I don't mind that. Stick to your craft and stick to your guns. Take criticism. You can tell criticism and hate. There's a difference, and that's easy to spot, usually. Look at the person who's saying it to you, first of all. But keep going. Again, remember also, people aren't your staff. That's something I had to learn myself. Why aren't you forwarding me? Why aren't you doing this? That's not their job. It'd be nice. I'm going to forward your shit, but I'm not doing it to get you to do it. Just keep grinding out. Eventually, maybe shit will work. You know, maybe it won't. One thing that I have taken, um, one thing that I make sure that I do now, I don't write as much. I don't record as much because, you know, we're all adults here. But anything that I have is there forever. If I was to die in the next minute, and I say that because I'm in my house, I don't think that would happen. If I was to die in the next 50 seconds now, my shit is still on. My name is iron.com. That gets to one person. That gets to three people. That gets to six people. People have asked me before, and I said that in the line too. I don't write for a fan base. It's for the immortality I physically can't chase. This is forever. My son can hear this. My grandson can hear this. My grandfather can hear this. You know, somebody in Sweden can hear this. To all my artists out there, this is yours. This is you forever. This doesn't die. Somebody asked me, why don't you do viral stuff? Why don't you do something to go get viral? Why don't you be a little more active doing videos on Instagram, skits and shit like that? You know why? Tell me the last person. Tell me five people. That went viral. That have sustained that success. Where's the chocolate rain dude? That was hilarious. Where's he at? He's probably doing great in life. But in terms of. As an entertainer. Where's he at? Imagine being. And and I salute all of the creators that are on Instagram and TikTok. Constantly doing stuff. That's hard to do. But it's also like a trap. Every situation. You're never off it seems like. And correct me if I'm wrong. I don't do that. But that's why I don't do that. I feel like everything has to be recorded so I can stay relevant because there's a hundred million other motherfuckers with a camera. There's a hundred for me, a hundred million other motherfuckers with a microphone. They can build a studio in their own house. Everybody got a podcast now. That's why when I tell people, if you are going to share my shit, please just pass it. Don't say this is my homeboy. This is my friend. Just pass it on like you would pass off anybody else. Because if you tell me, honestly, oh, check out my friend so-and-so. I'm like, oh, another one. He's probably trash. Because everybody got a mic. Everybody's looking to get famous. 
Everybody's looking for that viral moment. I don't want the viral moment. I want the longevity. Somebody can tune in to an episode of Deep Thoughts with Iron, episode 40. Never heard of it before. And that has 39 episodes to get to know me. My catalog is there. My brothers and sisters out there. Your stuff is there. It lives forever. So was this like a real episode of Deep Thoughts with Iron? Not really. I just wanted to take this time to just talk to my people out there. Don't give up on yourself, you know. Let me say this. There are some people who probably should. There are some people that aren't great. I'm not a good singer. No, I'm not going to try to do that. But then again, that's not for me to make that judgment. If you think you're good at what you do, keep going. Everybody's not going to understand you. If I say a line that's ridiculously dope to a crowd of 100 people and three people get it, cool. Maybe the other 97 weren't on that mental plane. Or maybe out of that 100, five of the other five people got it. 30 people didn't like it. Shit, now I got to do math. And 65 people didn't get it. That's the way it goes. My podcast has good numbers. But it's not Joe Rogan yet. But for me, every time I step on this microphone, it can be 10 people listening. I'm going to treat it like it's a million, 200 million. And again, please, one thing I refuse to do, I'm never going to change my art form because it's my art form. Can I come out and do some auto-tune shit? Probably. You know, can I come out here? I remember Inspector Deck said years ago in a Vlad interview, like the first ones when the sound was shitty, sound like they was on a fucking subway talking. He said the next, the dude that cones his head to the left is going to be the one that gets the recognition. That's never going to be me, unless I'm making fun of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yo, check out my interview. I mean, check out my album review, Dillo Pillow. Um, I'll put a link in, in the description. Support your people. Everybody out there that knows an artist, everybody that knows somebody opening a business, Support costs you nothing. It takes a forward. Support that person like you would support somebody famous, which is why I named this. I should have been famous first. Support your people. Think about it. They'll never forget. There's nothing better than seeing your people as an artist promote your shit without you asking them to. There's nothing better. We will never forget that. We will also never forget the people who we asked to help and they didn't. We'll never forget that either. Let's not act like it's all rainbows and shit. Fuck out of here. Trust me. I got a list of people. And I'm like, nah, I hope that you. There's certain people that I have that I'm like, yo, I hope I make it just so I can see them ask for something. Fuck out of here. You can get it in the verse. And I'll come after you with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Call me bitter. Call me. Call me on um, petty. Anyway. I kind of want to call this like a point five of an episode, but we're going to put this out here. I'm tired of shit, too. I don't feel like doing all of this shit. But every episode is not going to be a 10. Again, this one is where I wanted to come and take my platform and just kind of speak to my people and just kind of vent a little bit. Um, and, of course, let you know about things coming out. Should have been famous project will be coming out. And on that, I'm just going at it. I'm going to show you motherfuckers why I think I'm as good as I am. Whether you agree or not, that's fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all good. So, yo, thank you, everybody. Literally everybody, thank you for your support, your kind words. <clears throat> People telling me 
You got to be patient. You got to be patient. And I have to remind myself of that. Got to be patient. Nobody's page blows up. Well, some people do, but most people's pages don't blow up overnight. I've been preached. Didn't reach that many people overnight. Hodge twins didn't reach that many people overnight, even though I don't fuck with them. I did at one point. It takes time. Anything of quality takes time. My name is Iron. And again, thank you. Peace.